It is time to show up. It is time to be your full, authentic, anointed, gracious, powerful, bold self. We live in a day and time now where you cannot afford to be a woman of God, a believer in the faith, and not know who you are. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wise Women Podcast, where we're wild with wisdom from all walks of life. I'm Jennifer Brienne, and I serve as your podcast host to bring godly wisdom to your world. It's Wednesday, so you already know what that means. It is time to wise up. Let's talk wise, be wise, so that we can live wise. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wise Women Podcast. I am so excited that you are here today. I thank you so much for tuning into this broadcast, this podcast, this show. I know that a lot of people refer to them as different things, and so I'm not sure how you view this moment that we have together, but I want to thank you for giving me your time and your attention because we got something important to talk about. All right, so we are in this series of discussing how we can become better in our relationship with ourselves and better in our relationship with others. Like that is what we are focusing our wisdom interest in right now. And one thing that I realized that I have not done on this podcast that definitely needs to be done is talk about what the opposite of wisdom is. So biblically, scripturally, the opposite of wisdom is foolishness. Okay, so normally I have a couple points for you and I have kind of a streamlined direction on which way that I want the podcast to go. But today I just want to talk to you because it's real easy to identify foolery. Okay, it's really easy to say what foolishness is. But specifically, the Bible gives us some instruction about who and what a foolish woman is. And I began thinking about that. Like, Lord, why would you give us instructions on what a foolish woman is? Why would you tell us what a foolish woman is and what that looks like from a biblical perspective? And I really believe that the Lord gave us that in his word because he knew that although we are all created uniquely that as a gender as a people with a lot of the same um elemental structures what does that mean we have you know the same body parts we have the same sort of hormones working on the inside of us so i believe the same way that those things are naturally so they are spiritually we have the same tendencies we have And even though they may be expressed in different modalities and expressed to different measures, what does that mean, Jen? That means that, you know, this woman may be more emotional. This woman may be more vocal. This woman may be more nurturing. This woman may be more perseverant. You know, they may be expressed in different measures and diversities that create us to be these unique, uh, holistic beings. But we're still God's woman. And we can still be foolish. We can still get it wrong. We can still be a complete and utter fool. (laughs) I used to think that that word was so funny growing up. I guess I associated with uh, April's Fool. That's the only time that you really hear about foolery. It's not like that, you know, a lot of pastors or ministers are teaching about foolery because I think foolery is just a part of the lived experience. So let's talk about the Bible's perspective of a foolish woman specifically. When I started looking at the scriptures and I started getting into what God would have for us in this podcast, I recognized that, you know, first of all, foolishness in and of itself is just lacking good sense, lacking good judgment. A lot of people want to throw in common sense, but I disagree with the terminology around common because 
how is anything common among everybody? Like there's no universal common. Why? Because um, we all have different cultures. We all have different backgrounds. We all have different experiences. However, there are uh, regions and geographic locations where knowledge can be common to a specific area. An example, it's common in rural South to see a tractor rolling down the street. That's good common sense because there's a lot of fields and open open expanses where there's a lot of agricultural and agrarian things taking place. You're not going to drive down downtown New York and see a horse and a tractor. That's not common to that geographic location. So when we talk about foolishness, make sure that you have a, a, a mentality that approaches this from the perspective of foolery <laughs> may seem like some people don't have good sense, but it, that may not necessarily be the case. So again, one of the things that uh, Proverbs specifically talks about as it relates to a foolish woman, it says that a wise woman builds her house, but a foolish woman tears it down. So how does a foolish woman tear, tear her house down? She tears it down in destruction. What does that mean? That means that she's speaking against it. She's speaking against the marriage that's in it or the marriage that she wants to be in it. She's speaking against the children. Um, she's gossiping. So she may not even necessarily be talking against or to the people that are in the home with her, but she might be in there gossiping on the phone, you know, uh, being competitive and jealous, being on the phone, scrolling through social media, comparing. So she's tearing down her house because she's looking at other people's houses, their temple, follow with me, instead of looking at her own temple and doing her own work and appreciating the beauty that she is, you're tearing down your house. Okay, a wise woman builds her house, a foolish woman tears it down. So we don't want to be the foolish woman. We don't want to be the woman that's tearing it down or, you know, tearing it down, not only physically, you might be in there just being destructive, like breaking stuff and throwing stuff. And, and let me give this disclaimer because I, I meant to start with this and I did not. Let me just stop midpoint and say, I have been a foolish woman. I have done foolish things. Biblically, I've been a foolish woman. From the world's perspective, I've been a foolish woman. I have not gotten it right always. I have not said the right things. I have not done the right things. I have made the wrong decisions. I have chosen the path of foolery against wisdom. And I have lived to be able to testify that God's grace is yet sufficient for me. So this is not me being proud of those things. This is me being transparent to say, if you find yourself choosing the path of foolishness, you don't have to stay there. If you find yourself like that Proverbs woman tearing your house down, you can find yourself as the wise woman building your house back up. Okay. So foolery can look like a lot of things, but essentially what foolishness is, is it is the opposite of wisdom. It is simply being unwise. And if you go into the new Testament, there are some other texts there that unpack uh, foolery and foolishness in different contexts. So a lot of people like to say that women are supposed to speak. They're supposed to be docile. They're not supposed to have authority over a man. That is because they take the, the Paul's address to the Corinthian church out of context. It's not saying that man can't wear pants. I'm sorry, women can't wear pants. It's not saying that women can't speak up in a, in a public place like a church. What it was saying was that women were so eager to know about what God had to say. And they were so eager for understanding that in the midst of the teaching and preaching that was going on, they were ready to ask questions. So you have to get into the cultural context of things as well, because that is the way that they communicated. 
Okay, so the address was not to be taken outside of cultural context there. So again, I think that it could it could appear to be foolish to somebody to take that and say, okay, well, as a woman, God gifted me to speak. He gave me a voice, but I'm not supposed to use it if a man's in the room or if I'm not supposed to use it as an authority over a man. That is foolish. It is foolish to think that God is so caught up in who's talking that he's not more concerned with what you're saying and even more the heart behind what you're saying, when you're saying it, how you're saying it, who you're saying it to, and why you're saying it. God is concerned about souls. He is concerned about people. God loves people. So it's foolishness, it's carnality, it's small-mindedness in the kingdom of God to get caught up in all of those things. Remember, let's go back to Proverbs. The foolish woman is quarrelsome. The foolish woman is a nagger. The foolish woman is a woman that does not have control over her emotions. And I know this so well. (laughs) Now, I need you to understand this too. Calling somebody foolish is not bad in and of itself. If they, It's bad if they don't want to change. Saying, you know, I kind of got a little offended when I was reading the scripture. Like, God, why you call us foolish? Like, why didn't you tell me and how foolish they are? Like, why didn't you talk to them? The reason why I believe God made it plain to depict uh, a woman's foolery is first because he uses the pronoun she and her to refer to wisdom, talking about the developmental nature of what wisdom can do in the cultivation that it has to produce the life and the results that we want from this kingdom. And that's what a woman's unique design is. Now, that's heavy and that's a, another teaching for another day. But when we're talking about foolishness being the opposite of wisdom i believe that that is why the pronoun she and her and a woman was described because there is a mindset and a totally different mentality that you take on when you intentionally decide not to be wise because remember the opposite of wisdom is foolishness so if you are not intentionally seeking wisdom you are intentionally choosing foolishness If you get nothing else from this podcast, let me say this again. If you are not intentionally seeking wisdom, you are intentionally choosing foolishness. The problem is that people think that they can go through life making haphazard light light judgments and light, light choices and selections and think that everything is just supposed to be okay. Remember, foolishness is lacking good sense and lacking good judgment. So if you have not sought wisdom, if you have not sought good judgment, if you've not used good judgment in making decisions and selections for your life, you are choosing, intentionally choosing an unwise choice, which is foolishness. So because I know that you're listening to this podcast because you don't want to be foolish and you don't want to be that woman and you don't want to tear your house down and you don't want to be a nagger or a, or a quarrelsome, which that word means to fight a lot, that you pick a lot, you're argumentative, um, that sort of uh, debate type spirit kind of going back and forth verbally, uh, hopefully not physically, but you are just a fighter. And I think that the fight is in the wrong place. But what I'm saying is, is I know that you don't want to be viewed as foolish. That's why you tune into the Wise Women podcast, right? Like this is a staple podcast for this show. 
So if you find yourself saying, well, dang, I do kind of keep getting on and on and on and on, or I keep asking and asking and asking, or I keep going and going and going about the matter, even though it's supposed to be resolved and I, I'm struggling with that, or you know, you find yourself saying, okay, well, I do have a problem with uh, talking bad about my husband because he does all these things, or I have a problem with my kids because they just get on my nose and they frustrate me so much, or I do talk a little bit too much on the phone to my homegirl and I really need to work on that. If you find yourself saying, okay, maybe I'm not foolish in those areas, but I have not been intentionally choosing a wise path. I've not been intentionally um, making decisions based on the utmost top tier information, God divine insight and revelation as I could. I kind of just been doing things my own way. So I know that that means I'm intentionally choosing the path of foolishness. One other thing that I want you guys to know that I've been studying for uh, a couple of weeks now, gosh, it's been a while, is that anger is another one of those aspects that you have a, a a very, very, very quick <laughs> moment to decide if you're going to choose the path of wisdom or you're going to choose the path of foolishness. That is why we are given the instruction to be angry but sin not. Because if you're sitting with your anger, you have a choice. And if you choose to sin, remember that Romans teaches us that the wages of sin are death. So that means that if you sit with that anger and you choose to sin, you choose to go to that next level, you choose to act out in your anger in some way that is uh, producing sin, you are choosing a foolish path because it's foolish to choose death. Remember, the wages of sin are death. Why would you choose death? That's a foolish decision. Okay, and we can insert any emotion right there. Anger, pride, rage, uh, emotionless, hormonalism. Uh, I mean, you name it, bitterness, unforgiveness. Once you choose the path of sin with that emotion, following after that feeling, you are choosing a path of foolishness. And I'm harping on that because I know we're women and I know we feel, oh my gosh, I know we feel so much. I know they hurt your feelings. I know they got on your nerves for the last time. I know they felt made you feel so misunderstood. I know that they didn't hear you like you wanted to be heard or they didn't allow you the space to voice yourself in the way that you wanted to be voiced and so now you're frustrated and angry and hurt and mad and all of these emotions are bubbling up or you're a little bit confused because you're not understanding why you didn't get the job or you're confused why they chose that person and not chose and didn't choose you for not only the position but also the relationship because why did he go with her is over me like I'm a prize here like what you know so again I know that we feel so closely uh to our hearts and it's heavy in our souls and I don't want you to be a foolish woman. I don't want you to choose the path of foolery. I want you to choose the path of wisdom. So if you find yourself identifying with any of those things, the first thing you need to do to get back on the path of wisdom is to repent. Repent, 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 repent. Say, Lord, I've been a fool. I, what And whatever you've been a fool for, I've been a fool for love. I've been a fool for food because I know I shouldn't have ate that ninth slice of cake after you told me to go to bed lord i know that i've been a fool for these fruit snacks because i'm on pack number six of the third box lord i've been a fool for this job because they got me working all these hours and i'm slaving trying to get them to validate me and i'm missing out on time with you lord i've been a fool for these friendships i thought these girls were my friends and i thought that the gossip was harmless i i didn't know that i was tearing down my house whether i'm tearing down my physical house or i'm tearing down my spiritual house like i didn't know so i 
am I am repenting. Okay, you got to go to God with a a sincere heart. And another reason why you have to repent is because you have to reverse the indictment that the enemy has against you in the realm of the spirit. You have to uh, allow that the Lord and His angelic host will assist you as it as it as it relates to the spiritual courts in heaven that are coming to your defense and aid to shift not necessarily the consequences, but to shift the situation so that you can walk in the results of freedom. Because remember, the wages of the sin that you were committing were death. So you were on a path of destruction, of killing, stealing, and destroying. So something was being taken or or dying because you were choosing foolery. So you got to do some work in this spirit to make sure that you are now reaping the path of wisdom. So you got to quickly, I'm urging you, repent. Repent. And after you repent, recognize why you do what you do. See, we got to get deeper now. It's not enough just to repent because what repenting actually means, repenting means to turn from your ways, right? Repenting means that your actions should change, but your actions are not going to change if you don't get to the root into why you're doing what you're doing and you don't find another resolution. A prime example, the woman who tears her house down, if she gets angry and starts breaking stuff and throwing stuff and, and throwing stuff away and slamming and all that other stuff, that is an hour expression of hot anger. Great. We recognize that. Now we got to recognize why do you do that? Is that what you saw growing up? Do you need, do you need anger management? Do you need therapy? Probably all of that. It's probably all of that. And it may be more than one reason. You know what I'm saying? So if you see these things and you see these things taking place, then you got to get to why, because that is where your healing is going to be that is where your resolution is going to be. That is where you're going to know and remove that anchor in your soul that has you acting in your emotions in this way. All right. So repent, recognize why you do what you do. And then guess what? This is the hard part. The hard part is choosing the way of wisdom. Why is that the hard part? The hard, that's the hard part because the reality is after you get done smashing stuff, cursing people out, um, you know, blocking and deleting them, then re-adding them back, not sharing your location, kicking people out of your life, whatever it is you do in your emotions, once you get done, you come off your emotional high, you're repentant, you're ready to restore things, put things back in place. That doesn't necessarily mean that you're not going to be angry again. That doesn't necessarily mean that you won't ever experience a situation that puts you in your emotions ever again. So not only do you have to go back and rectify all of the situation, but you have to be prepared to be in that situation again. Somebody's going to hurt you. I'm here to tell you. Somebody's going to make you angry. Somebody's going to upset you. Somebody's going to do something to you, whether intentionally or unintentionally, that you do not like, that will trigger your emotions in some way. So what are you going to do? You have to choose the path of wisdom. And once you choose the way of wisdom one time, it'll get easier and it'll get easier and it'll get easier because you're fighting your flesh in that way. So it's extremely important that you guys know that I believe you are a wise woman, and that's why you tuned into this podcast. And my man, I know you probably feel left out. You are wise too. You're wise because you're able to listen to this and glean the wisdom from this, even though I'm not speaking totally indirectly to you. So shout out to y'all. But you are wise, okay? You Not only are you wise, but you have to choose the path of wisdom in every single day, in every single way. And that is when you will see the glory of God and the benefits that come with wisdom. 
the security, the patience, the multiplicity of your dreams, the safety in the council. Come on, somebody. Wisdom is there for you. She will protect you. That's what the Bible tells us. And I know that you want what the Bible has for you, okay? So, again, repent. Recognize why you do what you do and choose the way of wisdom. I hope this podcast helped you today to see that you are not a foolish woman. You just got some foolery going in you, but Bible the Bible says that behold, I will do I am doing a new thing. He says that the old has passed away and the new creature is here. So make sure that you're laying down that old nature. All right? I love y'all. Until next time. Peace, love and hair grease. Thank you for tuning into Wise Women Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a rating and a review. Hit the show notes to share with a friend and go over what we discussed today. As always, proceeds from this podcast go directly to support the mission of Penn's Prison. Don't miss out as there's two ways to be a part, writing and contributing. Now go forth and employ the wisdom that you gained today. Have an awesome week.